0: Hello, this is Coach Lori, and I believe that you've been training hard. As we start the September season in 2020, there are a lot of athletes that will have to respond to whether they're in Group A or Group B or Group C. This is all based on health concerns of the amount of time that you can spend around other individuals. So you'll have to do some adjusting, and this is very difficult at times to wrap your mind around who you can trust and who you cannot trust. So as an athlete, I will put it out to you that trusting yourself for your own health and well-being at a time of COV-19 is important. Perhaps when we have these podcast discussions by next year, this whole idea of pandemic will be either solved or contained. I'm sure that you would like to get back to normal in which even the stands can be full of fans, the locker room is tidy and disinfected still, and that you feel that you can trust the situation of keeping yourself well. The concept today we're going to talk about under social capacity is the trust of others. Trust is really, really interesting in the human brain because it's based on usually your past. So when you were little, you might have been taught the concept of stranger danger. I hope your parents taught you that. So in other words, if you didn't know somebody coming into your world as a young child, it wasn't best that you communicated with them or talked to them or... Uh, walked out of the grocery store, God forbid, with them, or got in a vehicle. Um, We hear all kinds of modern horror stories about children who were just not aware and were not given the proper trust boundaries. Can it go too far that all of a sudden grandma becomes stranger danger (laughs) because you only see her once a year when you were little? Certainly, trust takes common sense. And for all of you as athletes, the first thing we're going to talk about is trust of yourself. If you trust your own skills and you trust what you do each day that you've given your personal best, you will do better around other people. In other words, there will be evidence for just what a great athlete you are. I know there are mornings that you've gotten up and you've thought, oh, I just can't do this training today, or I'm tired or grumpy, or you've gotten up and you've thought, oh, man, I got to be at the arena at 5 o'clock this morning in a snowstorm. We've all made dedications and sacrifices, but if you trust your own decision-making, you will trust that the situation will turn out okay. The opposite of trust, obviously, is the word distrust. But a lot of people will use words like being skeptical, um, being not, not valuing a situation, uh, not being able to verify information that's been given to you. I always tell my athletes to trust the process when everything is in writing. So let's say all of a sudden as a young athlete, someone is scouting you or looking at you for a higher level, and they just want to talk to you after the game. You've got to trust that that individual needs to present themselves professionally. They're not just someone off the street saying that they're going to offer you a contract or a scholarship or a new team or a travel budget. They should right away, and you'll know that they're sincere, if they present you with a business card, a simple business card. So they may walk up to you and say, hey, my name is Stan Jones, and I represent blah, blah, blah. Well, right away as an athlete, you should be saying, well, good to meet you, Stan Jones. Do you have a business card? And no, no, I didn't bring one with me, tells you that maybe this person wasn't as sincere and ready to go as they could be. Therefore, you might just use the line, well, without a business card, I'm not feeling comfortable speaking with you at this time. When you get more organized, then maybe we'll run into each other again. It could pose that the individual says, well, wait a second. I think I have one out in my vehicle. I'll be right back. That then you know that you can trust that the person is who they say they are. You would be surprised how many times I've had athletes that someone's walked up to them and wanted an autograph or wanted something from them, and they're not even the person they said they were. How do we trust others when there is so much, pardon me, deception in the world? For example, when you see something on Instagram, is it true? Is it the truth? If somebody has something on their website, did they write it, or did somebody else write it for them? So trust comes from having evidence. Do your homework on the people that are around you. Don't just trust a situation of getting into a vehicle with somebody who says they haven't been drinking. The number one thing about people in your age group as young athletes is 33% of your peers will get into a vehicle that someone, the driver, is intoxicated. That should be horrifying to you, parents and coaches, But remember how trustworthy we can be at times with each other. I remember a number of years ago, a young man, unfortunately, in our neighborhood did get into a vehicle at a very, very early time in the morning, two or three in the morning, apparently, with a group of people in a vehicle. And they had all been out for a party and a good time, I guess. And when they reached a corner, the boy got out of the vehicle saying that he'd be okay and that he didn't want to be in the vehicle anymore. Well, the tragedy of that story is that no one ever saw him again until he was finally found in a backyard. Uh, I won't give you the gruesome details, but his remains were found there. Had he trusted the situation, would he have been with those people? Would he have gotten out of the car? And then something happened to him along the way within that neighborhood, the walk home, that wasn't right. He lost his life as a consequence of not trusting his instincts, trusting himself, and being in a safer environment. So for all of you, I give you that shocker story, and you go, wow, what's this got to do with sports mental training? It absolutely tells us that the brain has a trust meter, Using your intuition means this doesn't feel right, or my spidey senses are up, or this is kind of risk taking. Even though it's fun to be out here camping, playing a guitar, singing, I'm not sure that that substance that's being passed around the campfire is something I want to get into. How do you build a trust meter? Particularly, let's say that you're really young. Maybe you're listening to this podcast and you're only 10 years old, 11 or 12. How do you build trust? By asking questions. The more questions that you ask, the better it can get. So you almost have to be a little bit of a sports cop. So when you ask questions and a coach says they've been coaching for X amount of time and used to do this and used to do that, Maybe you should do your homework. And parents often maybe even giggle about this a little bit. I had a 12-year-old who did look up his coach on the internet and wanted to know whether the gentleman had ever had a criminal record. (laughs) Well, that can be a shocker for some of you. But for this kid, he said, I'm going to be spending a lot of time with this guy in terms of my head coach and being on a bus and in our team in a hotel and everything. I want to know who this person is. So do you see, even as parents and coaches, we just trust situations that face value without digging down into the facts. The facts are, again, that you need to trust yourself. So through your instincts and evidence, if something doesn't feel right, then don't do it. The second thing is how you create a trustful bond with someone else. Trusting others on your team means that they need to provide the evidence as well. So ask a question, maybe it's hypothetical, big adult word for, maybe it's imaginary. So you're trying to get to know one of your defensemen on your team, you're you're thinking that maybe he's got a few difficulties in life and you're not quite sure that you trust him because he has emotional outbreaks a lot. You might ask him a question. The question might be, hey Dan, what would you do if we lost a game and somebody Checked you really hard into the boards. Well, you're going to get his reaction and maybe his reaction is barbaric. Maybe he says he's going to hack and slash. Maybe he says he's going to go out in the parking lot and slash that parent's tires. I don't know what the, the answer is going to be. Or maybe he's going to say, well, I take that in stride and obviously my, my opponent was a lot better than I was that day and I need to learn how to take a heavier check or a hit. Or I need to be out on the playing field and run a little bit faster because I, I I need a little bit more improvement in my skills. So however people answer questions oftentimes helps you develop a trust in their overall character. Make sure that you verify things. And of course, as young athletes, you can verify much on the Internet. And so I have no problem as a mental trainer of you looking things up. Maybe some of you want to look at your junior coach of some kind or your national coach on LinkedIn and find out what are the things they have done in life in order for them to be a person who's going to be critical of your play. So can you trust all that happens every day? The answer is no. But you can have a trust meter that increases your social capacity. Do not take things at face value, investigate and ask open questions, and listen carefully when people are talking about their character, their behavior, or lifestyle. I trust you as an athlete that you will come up with a formula of success for this and that you will always, always, always be open to learning in your social capacity that what you see is not sometimes what you get. Make sure that you have a solid understanding of yourself as an individual, and that will take time. So, I want you to write down for an activity, a mental activity today, and if you're a coach or a parent, do the same. Please see if you can write down 10 people's names of people that you trust. And then next to those names, put the reason why you trust them. What have you seen them do in the past? What are their standards? What are their morals or ethics? And then that will give you a really strong idea why in general that you trust them as a human being. The world can be at times a dangerous place. So how are we supposed to choose the people that we trust? How are we supposed to make sense of all of our interactions socially each day? It is a difficult challenge. So, I want you to stick with that list of the 10 top people and send them a note and say, This is why I trust you. This is why you're my best friend. This is why you're my teammate. This is why you're my parent. This is why you're my teacher. This is why you're my technical coach. This is why you're my head coach. I think when people get their trust letters of why that person has approved them and allowed them into their world, They feel very honored and respected. So thank you for trusting me as your mental coach. This is Coach Lori talking to you on Inner Mind Sports. Thank you for uh, tuning in to our short podcast today.